Hello and welcome to the Haiku P podcast, episode 14 of the third series. Today we're going on a voyage. Well, lots of voyages actually. Before we pick up our bags and head for pastures new, let me just introduce myself. My name is Patricia and I'm the regular host of the podcast, which is produced in the little big city of Zurich in Switzerland. This sometimes confuses folks. I sound British, but what's Switzerland all about? Well, I'm British-Swiss. I grew up in London and have lived here in Switzerland for over 20 years. Quite apt for this episode, because from here, under normal circumstances, I can easily visit many other European countries for little voyages. I can even do it by boat. There's a little bit of housekeeping to do before I go on. I have to thank you for the coffees you've been buying me. So far I've been treating my husband to coffee whilst we're out and about. The restaurants and cafes are open here, and it's really nice to get out of the house. I'm sure many of you are in that situation. Anyway, he deserves it because he's been doing a great deal of work for Poetry P just recently. Because, as you know, I was dealing with a poorly neck. It is getting better, thanks but he still had to do the majority of work on the latest journal, which should be out any day now. As long as you're signed up on the mailing list, you'll be one of the first people to know. And now I'm saving up for some software, which will help me improve the website, and I hope make it more user-friendly. So once again, thanks very much. Don't forget to check out the Poets directory on the Poetry P website. Everyone in the episode should be on it, And if I've slipped up, which is more than possible, please let me know. And of course, if you have updates, send them over. My one plea would be that if you would like to link to a website or social media outlet, please, please send me the URL link. And don't forget, I'm still taking PTV Moment videos. If you're having problems with the size of the video, let me know and I'll tell you how to get them through to me. Today's topic was suggested by Patrick Stevens, our American in France, and I'm happy to say we'll hear something from him for the first time in a little while. As usual, I have three sections of the podcast, some work that's been previously published, work by poets new to the podcast, and of course, work by our wonderful regular contributors. Thank you to you all. And one last very important thank you to James Young, who became our very first guest editor this month. I had chosen some of the work before I invited James to help me, but in the main, the choices are his. It was a real treat to work with someone else on the submissions, and I think we both learned something from each other. Thanks, James. It was really appreciated. And if you fancy working with me as a guest editor, just drop me an email and we'll work something out. And without further ado, let's get cracking. Have you packed everything you need? Excellent. So here we are in the previously published section. And we'll start with Professor R.K. Singh from Tiny Words in February 2002. Waiting for the train, alone on the platform, swatting mosquitoes. And I found this by Taichi Suzuki 
on the Haiku Foundation. Alhambra, when I close my eyes, the moor whisper. And this by our very own Debbie Strange, which received first place in the HSA 2015 Harold G. Henderson Haiku Contest. Wow, that's longer than a, a haiku, isn't it? Stone cairns, a faded cap drifts down river. Now we'll turn to those poets new to the podcast. And first up is Laura Lynn Driscoll, who lives in Western Canada, an area definitely on my bucket list. Do you know what? I've got so many places on my bucket list. I wonder if I'll live to see them all. Laura Lynn paints and writes poetry. And what got her started as a poet was a book by Ruth Graham Bell, Sitting by My Fire. Travel in Covid, Atlas Pages in Colour, Imagine Me There. And now I believe we're welcoming our first poet from the Caribbean, from Dominica, Selina Rose. Up till now, she's not been a published poet. This is a first for her. I hope the first of many. But otherwise, she shares her work via her social media account. And she's always grateful for feedback. Strolling footpaths, discovering treasures. Such splendour. Unlike Selina, our next poet, Alison Locke from the UK, has a number of publications under her belt. Indeed, her latest book, Lure, has just been published, and you'll find the link in the show notes. Storm-split trees. A meandering river finds the estuary. Sean Temple Brown is the latest of our poets who graduated from Warwick University in the UK. A very fine institution. I must tell my two Warwick grads to get cracking on their haiku. I think Number One Son has written a few recently, but he's not shared them. Since graduating, Sean's career has taken him all over the world. He says he's had a long time interest in haiku, but only recently started composing his own. So let's hear how he's getting on. Where oceans collide, poverty and wealth entwine, redolent of home. Kelly Love, from the US, is working for her degree in English education. Kelly, I wonder will you be teaching haiku? Anyway, she says that her goal when writing is to give readers words that resonate and bring peace. Summer Sun I pass by my old self on the gravel road. Back now to Britain to meet Sarah Connor. Originally from South Yorkshire, Yorkshire being a hotbed of haiku, I think, she now lives in the southwest of England. Some of you will be familiar with her as she's a regular host at diversepoets.com. Summer Snowstorm Dandelion seeds in flight seek a place to rest. Now we really are off on our travels. We're heading to Australia 
and we're meeting Melody O'Neill for the first time. Melody is Australian and she's a member of the lovely Giddy Nielsen Sweeps haiku group. Through my window, towards sunshine dreaming, childhood long ago. Narayanan Subramanian from India picked up some flair for writing and art appreciation from his father, who was a connoisseur, apparently, of art and literature. What a gift that was. He writes daily on social media. And today, of course, he's written something for us. Hungry seeds inside ripened fruits, awaiting voyage. Our next poet, Andrea Cecon, lives in Italy. He and his wife are both hygiene. He finds his inspiration in memories, travels and everyday life. Much as most of us do, I guess. Crossing the border, I change a word in my haiku. Matthew Weigeld from Indiana in the US is an author and speaker. He speaks about the different aspects of the writing process. And his love for writing began due to summertime boredom. And you know what? Boredom is much underrated. Soft pink petals float, whisked by spring winds to water, covering for streams. Linda L. Krushka writes candid memoir and fearless poetry, delving into hard issues that many others tend to avoid. If you check out her entry in the Poets Directory, you'll find she has many publications you can access. Some of them are even free. Journey to a land far and deep and high, my home above. I just loved Michael Baribo's bio. He said, only in his later years did he discover he didn't hate all poems, only pretentious ones. I think many of us will agree with that sentiment. I was going to say that's where haiku comes into its own, but actually, even as that sentence was forming in my mind, I thought, well, you know what, at the moment, I'm reading a lot of haiku and senryu that might just fall into the pretentious category. I'm not going to name any names, but maybe that's a topic for another podcast. Email me your thoughts and I'll find a diplomatic way of doing it. Thanks for the idea, Michael. Now, back to his work. Beautiful day, walking from the house to the car. Our next poet, Sarah Mahina Calvelo, is a part-time student at City College of San Francisco in the US. A kaleidoscope of fractured dreams coming back together. Next up is Elder Gideon. He really enjoys collaboration. For example, he collaborated with Sean Wall and the Canadian filmmaker Bevan Klassen. This summer, an experimental documentary, Dark Before Dawn, which he produced and narrated, will debut with Woven Tale Press. I wonder how easy it'll be for us to access it. 
Gideon, write and tell me. Farmlands, failing towns, quivering in miles of haze. Nowhere to go. We don't get many poets from Africa, but our next poet, Rachel Rabo Magaiji, is from Nigeria, and she writes about a voyage that will make my heart race. Sudden rain. A baby spider climbs my neck. Have you ever read the poem by Wendy Cope called Bloody Men? It starts like this. Bloody men are like bloody buses. You wait for about a year and as soon as one approaches your stop, two or three others appear. Well, I'm not exasperated as Wendy was about men and buses. I'm delighted to say that our next poet, Jane Berg, is also from Africa, this time South Africa, where I hope to be going in the not-too-distant future. Behind their time zone, I think of the ones I love, asleep tomorrow. And continuing our African theme, Rama Jimo is also writing from Africa. Nigeria again, I believe. I wonder... Is this the trickle which becomes the stream? Night camp, a mosquito flying into the fire. Not for the last time today, we're going to hear from a Welsh poet, Jenny Wynne Hyatt. Jenny was born in South Wales, but now lives in Derbyshire, a place in England that I truly love. Ancient temples and satellite dishes along the Nile. Next, Zara Mugis from Lahore in Pakistan is a poet after my own heart. She clearly loves an alpine environment. She began writing short poetry in 2019. I think she's doing quite well. What do you think? Summer scorch, watching the alpine peaks, daydreams melt. Elaine Wilbert is another poet from the US. Maryland, to be more specific. I'm never too sure how to pronounce that. Hopefully I got it right. Anyway, although she only started writing haiku a couple of years ago, she has an impressive number of publications to her credit. A scent of lemon, twilight gilds the Fontana di Trevi. Lana M. Roquel is a teacher of English, an interpreter and a creative writer who was first published in 2019. Daring to set out makes a big difference, home sweet home. Mumita Ghosh is another of our engineering poets. She's working on a project at the moment that is very on trend, hybrid energy storage systems. But in addition to that, she enjoys creative writing and is working on her poetry book. Tears and Swash, first voyage into my soul that was always veiled. 
I always find it takes more courage to submit to a new publication than somewhere you've submitted before, even if you've had rejections. It's the start of a new relationship, and I'm grateful to everyone who made that step and joined with us today. I look forward to reading their work in this next section, the poets that we've come to know and love. Welcome back, everyone. I can't tell you how humbling it is to read your work on a regular basis. Thank you so much. Mary Morrissey Cummins Car Park In Every Windscreen The Sun Patrick Stevens Under Spanish Sun Poets' dreams drift in the air Chicadas singing Roberta Beach Jacobson First View of the Sea Boquetto Wayne Kingston Starboard east wind roars, chill fear Srinivas S Early flight at the boarding gate, the sun arrives D.V. Rosich Pre-vacation writes, he calls my handy in search of his keys I think we've all been there, haven't we? Deborah P. Kologi Escape from the world on the Galveston Ferry Turns in flight Craig Kittner Loading the car, full moon breaks through my busyness Elaine Patricia Morris Across the paving, ants dance a winding pattern to birdsong Roger Watson Driving through freezing fog A story unfolds Kate Alsbury Morning departure Warning whistle blows through the daisies Christina Chin Mediterranean choral craft bargains Sign language Sarah Bint Yusuf City by the lake, cuckoo clocks and chocolate, fondues and farewells. I had to put that one in. Sounds like it might be one of the Swiss lakes. Bakhtiar Amini With open mouth, dreaming of travel abroad, a suitcase at the door. Tim Gardner Silent today, hay rattle seeds by the roadside. Marilyn Ward Promenade deck, three walking sticks pass me by. Daniela Miso At dawn, greeting my parents, chirp of swallows. Tiffany Shaw Diaz a journey to the moon and back, late night jazz. Linda L. Ludwig. Ashes on the water, bon voyage flowers, her final trip. M. Shane Pruitt. Hometown streets smaller than I remember, my childhood. 
James Young Tucked in, I sail away to the stars. Hot water bottle. Miniko Takahashi Marshmallow melting in a cocoa cup after a long walk. Catherine E. Winnick I find myself strolling through the grass. Open spaces. John Hawkhead Lake mist dawn, the slow pull of oars through my thoughts. Richard Bailey Matriarch Train leaving the station, left with thoughts of yore. Lovette Carter Woodbines Choking up on Ellis Island I told Lovette I had to have this one because it reminded me of my journey to Ellis Island to walk the path my grandfather had walked and I could picture myself on the steps walking down to the main hall with tears in my eyes. Bahwana Upadhaye Winter's gone. The migratory flamingos flying back home. Peter Draper Rose Bay Willow Herb and Dandelion Clocks Abandoned Railway Platform Richard Hargreaves Heading out to sea, moon and stars reflections Bioluminescence Isabel Caves Insomnia The plane's wing lights blinking, blinking Neelam Dadwal Train to Agra My friend points out my unpolished nails Pearl Cold night The voyages of stars Bill O'Sullivan Sunday night train Stowing the weekend in the overhead Jonathan Roman Abroad, how we search the city for ourselves. J. Friedenberg City Exodus A moving van covered in graffiti. Erin Castaldi Honeybees collecting shadow pollen dark side of the moon. Willie R. Boncaron Divorce Papers The Winding Road to Loneliness Mark Gilbert Singing Let's Fly Away While Packing The Zip's Tight Groove I wonder if everyone has a song for their holidays. I know we've got one in our family. Speaking of which, this one by me might give you a clue what ours is. Cliff Richard, ringing in our ears, summer holiday. Debbie Strange, contrails, the undulation of dunes becoming water. Eddie Lee,
arches of sunlight, slipping below the waves, dolphins. Barbara Carlson After migration, a shady resting station, busy bird feeder. Robert Quisada We begin and end in unknown outstretched hands, life's journey. Vandana Parashar Rough sea, every minute a new wave of nausea. I think Vandana might have been on a boat with me. Jason Furtak A voyage of a thousand words. Sorry. Rob McKinnon Bright lightning flash, then rumbling through the valley, loud thunderous boom. Nisha Raviprasad Rainy morn, my never-ending trip on the wrong bus. David Oates Photo of a castle in France and my thumb. Robert Horobin His groundless fear of flying. Eva Drobna Happiness and rainbow, floating flower, somewhere above me. Dorothy Burrows Wild waves, making sense of the ship's safety instructions. Andrew Sire Combat adventures with chosen comrades in arms, voyages of youth. Kim Russell Souvenir of a sea voyage, salty lips. Lavana Cray White feather carried from river to river, so far that ocean. Mariella Coromoto Butterfly from flower to flower to my suitcase. Tracy Davidson Maiden voyage, she tries not to collide with the other kid's boat. Richard Sharma End of the diary, waiting for dawn, three empty boats. Anjali Wahad Pandey Voyage of Discovery she reads his personal diary. Mark Morris On the windswept moor, a mare flies after fancies. Untamable mind. Rashmi Visar Unfolded map. All the places beyond my wallet. Rashmi, I feel your pain. Wendy C. Bialik Building an Ark The Countless Voyages of Carpenter Pencils And last, but not least, S. Zylenga Hot Air Balloon Floating Still Higher 
the day moon. And so ends today's podcast. A thank you to all the poets who've written for us today. Let me just remind you that our next topic is joy, and the deadline is the 1st of August. Keep those verses coming in by email, please. I'll let you know when the latest journal is out. If you're signed up for mailings, you'll be the first to hear, and I'll also tweet about it at the Poetry P. Which reminds me, do go and look up your fellow poets in the directory and follow them on social media platforms. I know what a really generous and supportive group you are. Now I'm recording this before I present at the Haiku Society of America Haiku Conference. I hope it went well, and I hope I virtually met some of you on Zoom. I'll tell you more about it in the next episode in a couple of weeks. Thanks for coming along to listen, and you can read all these verses again on the show notes and in the autumn edition of the journal, which is scheduled at the moment for October. And in the journal, of course, you'll also find bonus verses. So until next time, keep writing. If there's something missing in the show notes, do please drop me an email and I'll sort it out for you. Ciao.